Hello. Welcome to Comp. Thank you for coming back. Right off the top, I'm going to thank the people who make this possible, even though it was happening before them. But uh, the people who give me, they donate on Patreon. They don't have to. No one has to, right? But we're seeing what you're made of. And right now we got Michael Ricardo. Michael Ricardo, Benjamin Hofstetter, and Night Shift Lifestyle. They're keeping the lights on in this goddamn building. So thank you guys. If you guys want to be called out in a very mechanical way uh, at the beginning of the podcast like this, um, it can be yours. You can be immortalized uh, with my mumbling, cracking voice. I can, I can, you know, say your name. I can say your wife's name. I can, if you want to like donate to the Patreon, but maybe like instead of your name, you put like, you know, Tina. I'm gonna burst your uh, clit uh, with my passion, love, Jer- Jeremy. Like that could be the, the, that could be a thing we do, right? I mean, I don't know. That might add up in time. I can't be like doing clit reads like the whole episode. But yeah, you know, we, we can. That could be a premium tier, maybe. I mean, Patreon has all these tier things, so I could, like, send sexual messages to your wife. Um, I could, you know, review pictures of your wife or your boyfriend, um, talk about their abs. Anything sweet, anything sexual or political even. Um, if you have a political friend who wants me to, you know, chime in on Palestine on the episode in a kind of a, a live read sort of fashion, that can be paid for. We can commodify me and, and and my interaction with you on a very transactional one one off basis, you know. So let's have a dialogue. You know, get on Patreon because uh, that's where the action is. That's where pa- podcasts, uh, you know, where the dirt hits the hits the cum, um, or the cump, if you will. The, 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 have you heard that saying? Dirt hits the cum. Where the I haven't introduced the- you yet. I'm sorry. I am today. This is the, this is the. I didn't trick you. I I was this is the, that was a cute meat cute of some sort. Look, this is a new. Uh, we're broaching a new territory here. This is the first episode of Comp to have a guest, and uh, I'm very excited to be joined today by the esteemed, uh, she's an amazing stand-up comedian, uh, terrific comedy writer, professional comedy writer. Can I say who you wrote for? Sure. John Stewart. She wrote for John Stewart in a great show, which I have not seen, but it was great. <laughs> and uh, also, my sweet lover. <laughs> yes, we're a hot comedy item. We're a, we're a hot, uh, a hot take. We're a hot pocket together. I like that even during Lucy your... Steiner. Thank you. Hi. Hello, everyone. Applaud, even though we can't hear Hi, you. Hi, Raymond. This is my lover. You might have seen her on Instagram, and you thought she was just some chick. Who I tricked, uh, which is not. I mean, on some conceptual level, that might be true. You're such a trap, right? I'm a tra- that's that's a that's a sexist term. Don't say that. We we can't. Who is that offending? Trans people. I honestly kind of forget what it means. It's a per, it's a trap. All right, tr- this is an interesting dialogue because we watch a great. You should watch ContraPoint. I think I, did I bring it up last week? I might have. Uh, yeah, she's great. She's a great trans woman who has these very interesting YouTube. Uh, Account. I'd like to have her on my show. I think I should probably be on her show, uh, but whatever. We we can. Um, but she's very creative trans person, right? Yeah. And uh, very funny. She did an episode on traps. Now apparently, traps in the trans community are transsexual women who were too good. At, well, that's that's a, that's a, a value judgment, right? I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> uh, they're too, too attractive 
and, and the men are attracted to them, but they don't want to be attracted to them, so therefore they're trapping them. Look, the reality is... They're trans women who give, like, homophobic straight men a, a crisis. Reality is there's a myth perpetrated out there, which I might have believed when I was 12 as well. You know, that, like, trans women go out there and try to trick straight men into fucking them. Reality, you know what you're doing. I, I enjoy trans women. I, I'm, I'm, I'm outspoken in that. I think um, I like them with dicks or with that, whatever. I mean, I don't like them exclusively or in a fetish way. I mean, it, is it a fe- maybe it is a fetish. I don't know. I'm not trying to project that onto them, though. But I'm just saying, like, you like them, and then you, you, you get it in your head. Oh, there's a trans woman, and then you hurt them. And that's terrible. Um, Darth Lucy. <laughs> Maybe don't say, you know, you know when you, you're attracted to them and it scares you so you hurt them. <laughs> it makes it sound like you're talking about something you have intimate experience no, with. No, I mean, I, this happens a lot. No, I, you're I, a good boy. I'm a good boy, but it's happens. You like what you like. I like what I like, and I, and I don't like hurting people. I'm going to get a sip of tea. I don't like hurting people. I just have to do it. <laughs> I don't do any. I'm a, I'm a nice boy. <laughs> By the way, caveat, before we delve into this trans issue, I have a a failing voice at the moment. It's it, it was much worse before. It, it cracked on another podcast, and then I got infected, and I've been sick. And Lucy's been nurturing me. Yeah, uh, you sound good. Thank you. you. Sound well, gravelly. Thank you. It's a little gravelly, and yeah. I feel like look, we might have to cut this short at some point. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if my voice gives out, so just caveat to that. <laughs> but back to this trans thing. I've never heard a trans person. I've never heard anyone really, <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think, but the no, reality is brass tacks. Like, don't try to be like, oh, I'm not gay. Because it's not gay. It's not, but, like, people are so homophobic and wrapped up in their macho shit. Like, you're not mad. Like, stop acting like hitting a, a woman who's, like, uh, you know, because she has a cock. You're a man now because you hit the person. That, like, if it's gay. Yeah, it's, it's like gay. they're still not going to fight back very right. hard. It was some of my, you know, there's a contingent, there's an argument out there. Trans women are some of the tougher when people out there because they have to fight a lot. I mean, I, I've, I've heard that said. I don't know if it's as true as it used to be. I think back in the day, there used to be more like street violence in New York and the trans the trans street, uh, sex workers would have to fight all the time. That might still be true. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a positive. Uh, it's meant as a positive. I don't know if it is positive. I'm just saying when you're like, if you're a man yeah. and like, and you're hitting someone who like, Looks like a woman. It sounds like a woman. They're in a dress. Sure, it's got to feel like you're hitting a woman. Like sure. if you have any empathy. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like if you feel like this is like this lady tricked you, but now it's a, a boy. But still, like a, it's not like if it look. This, this is all getting very problematic. But if it's if it's a, if it's a quote unquote trap scenario, which you shouldn't even use that term. We're two privileged people using that term. We should really debase ourselves with that. But the point is, did I use that word correctly, Lucy? To base myself? <laughs> I don't know. You mean, like, relieve yourself of that? No, like, I'm thinking of something else. Uh, I, sh- I should disabuse myself of that term. I should, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't really use it. I didn't even know it existed until a, a couple weeks ago. So it won't be hard for me. You, I, I don't know. But uh, the point is, just stop hurting trans people. Yeah. And I feel like most people don't have to say it in their podcast, and maybe I don't, but I feel like I do because I'm not sure who listens to this thing. And uh, I think we're on to some kind of progressive yet gruff segment of the population that I can market and commodify. And that's what I'm trying to do, Lucy, is I'm trying to get these people who kind of think slightly like me, and I'm trying to put them into a financial box that I can exploit. 
I mean, I feel like that's, that's like what the world is. That's what you should be doing. Like, the, the whole world is a pyramid scheme now. And so I have to carve out the people in my down chain, if you're, if you're familiar with Amway or direct marketing. My listeners are my down chain. They, they, they have similar ideas, but I just got to them first, and I'm, I'm, I'm carving them out, and I'm going to sell advertising for, like, I don't know what, a, a series of pins maybe. Maybe I could advertise for a pin company with slogans like, go suck my mother's cock. Or something. I, that feels like something a listener of my show would like. Suck my mother's cock. This is a safe space. Yeah. yeah. That, yes. Thank you. That's that's the synergy we're looking for. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like advertising, exploiting, but also uh, enlightening uh, people. Yeah. Making people realize they're yeah. shit, but that also they're privileged. <laughs> I'm just, you know. That's That's so. I feel like that is so much of entertainment now. Yeah. <laughs> You're shit, but also privileged. Yeah. Don't complain. Yeah. Which is, but here's the thing. Oh God! Like we're gonna go see Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like the MCU kind like enough. I keep bringing this up, but you know me. I'm not the I'm not the MCU boy. I'm not the guy going like. No. Give me the, but, I, I have watched you know the Avengers Infinities, Infinity Wars a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. This, Mar- this Brie Larson's terrible. She couldn't be worse. Like, even, but like she's coming out. This Brie Larson character. She was in a movie you saw, Room, right? Uh, she was in Room. Yeah, she kidnapped a child in the movie. Yeah, sure. Her and her baby get uh, kidnapped. Oh, she was kidnapped. Yeah, I thought she was. The and kidnapper. her baby grows up in a little room. But not her. She doesn't. It grow sounds cuter than it is. It's actually really terrifying. It sounds adorable. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, and she was also in the Scott Pilgrim film uh, with the Michael Sarah guy. And um, look, she came out and she was all like, "Don't fucking like I hate like white men. I don't care what white men think about Wrinkle in Time because it wasn't made for you." And at first, it's like I guess, but no, like a movie's bad or not. I, I discussed in the previous episodes what she said about critics and shit. I'm just saying she's doing it in a way where it's like I'm trying to be a cunt and I'm trying to be a loudmouth idiot talking on my ass just like your friend AOC, uh, which I, we can get through later. I'm not trying to you know, have you endorse my anti-leftist rhetoric. But my point is I'm just getting I, – I can't get on board – this is my point, because I hate the PC culture, right? I hate the, the, the SJW culture. I hate all this shit when they cram things down your throat. But I hate the guys even more in the end. Sure. Like, these guys who go on YouTube and, like, with the neck beards, as you pointed out, when I showed you my favorite uh, anti-Captain Marvel guy. Uh, I forget his name. I, was, I would give him a plug. But, like, the gleeful, shit-eating style of, like, these guys no, I'm not a I'm not a sexist. I don't hate women. Like this Jordan Peterson, like I'm gonna dance around the issue because I think I'm but at least Peterson is a skilled rhetorical guy. Not not impervious, but I'm saying these guys are just morons. Well and I'm saying this as someone like the the Captain Marvel trailer didn't bother me like initially. Like I I'm used to kind of I like kind of indie ladies. Sure. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is kinda like a mumblecore Superhero movie, maybe like yeah. at, at its like Greta Gerwig. Yeah, exactly. I like a Noah Baumbach uh, MCU film. I feel like that's the most charitable interpretation of the trailer. But okay. like, uh, but then she says something like that, and it's just like, 
just on a on a pragmatic level yeah. that I often can't help but think on. Like it's just like that's just it's just terrible for everyone involved. It's, right. it's bad for like female led superhero movies. It's just a bad way of handling it. But uh, yeah, at the same time, I definitely hate the neckbeards more. And also, I kind of feel like. If you are a guy who like superhero movies mean a lot to you and you kind of feel like they're being ruined by SJW stuff, you might be right, but you should also consider that feminism probably has like 10 more years left. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's going to be gone soon. There's going to be a huge backlash, uh, which I'm not looking forward to, but you might. Uh, so you to. you think that uh you think that this whole wave of pr- like progress that society is making towards equality Across the board is gonna. Oh, I think it's gonna turn so hard. Really? Yeah. <laughs> What's gonna? When? Is, like, I don't want it to. No, but, but man, because like, like, so right now we have Trump, right? Yeah. And we've had him for a couple of years. It's not. It's not gonna change overnight. But what's going to change the culture? Like, are the studios going to finally realize they're making less money? Oh, I think it's much worse than like studios not making movies. I, like, I think that uh, I'm thinking more like natural disaster level oh. <laughs> reversal of uh, women's rights. Like, I feel like once like global warming really heats up and like people start experiencing a lot of like scarcity and like you know wreckage and stuff like i, I just think they're gonna be like all right back and back in there <laughs> get back in so there. basically your your, your bonus operanda your, your thesis I'm, I, and i don't put words in your mouth but you're basically saying that you support feminism but when the shit really hits the fan women just need to shut the fuck up <laughs> No, but okay. I do think that's what people tend to go towards. Like, I think okay. if you look at, like, just human history, whenever, like, the shit hits the fan in a very serious way, it's like we're done listening to women first and foremost. They are grating sometimes. <laughs> I mean, they are kind of – they have a nasalier voice. Mm-hmm. I, I think your voice is very sweet. I fall asleep when you're talking all the time in a nice way, in a way of – you're gentle. And I've we, been we, told I have a we, warm – Kind of chocolatey voice. You have a you have a, like a Dove Bar voice. Yeah, it's just like you know wraps me up in its cookie center, <laughs> and I fucking just I pat your breast and you pat my head, and it's just yeah. it's a lover's it's a lover's soup we have. Yeah. That being said, women can be annoying. <laughs> uh, I'm just being honest. I don't think I, I I support women. It's so funny you say that because I was just thinking about this. <laughs> I was just thinking about whenever I see like a debate about feminism where. You know, there's a bunch of male, like Jordan Peterson types, right. and female, you know, feminists. Uh, the way I interpret the debate is always like, okay, who's more annoying, men or women? Yeah. <laughs> and well, it's like, and it seems like they always choose uh, the most annoying men and the most annoying women to represent both sides. Yeah, I mean, well, here, here's the thing. I mean, part of it is that when men get annoyed because women don't necessarily follow the same logical rigor that men do right like men are kind of <laughs> i mean that i i look you can say it i'm not gonna be like oh yeah sure you agree with this <laughs> no you don't agree that women are more willing to get emotional but, in a debate but complete the thought like i'm willing to hear it out no like, i'm just saying that like you know women are more like there's often an argument and in, in, i don't know sjw or whatever but like look here's the thing you hate women. You think they're grading. Hear them out. Because you might not agree with everything they say, but you're probably going to learn a few things. And I'm saying this. I listen to women, Lucy. I listen to what they say. And they go, you know, men, they, 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 they try to say we shouldn't get emotional. But, like, you know, it's more crazy to be have this detached, logical uh, approach towards these, like, you know, things that affect people's lives, like, you know, life or death situations. 
or like or like or ruining their life, you know, abortion, whatever women's rights issue it is. And there's a there's a certain like it may not be the most logical argument, but there's a certain kind of like oh yeah, like maybe this is crazy. Maybe we should look into this more. So I, but I feel like women, even those women are embracing the idea. They're not as logical. They're not as like well, X plus Y plus Z has to do this. Here, here's the thing. Yeah, I can accept on a certain level. Like I could definitely accept. Uh, just on principle, that there's differences between the sexes, like, on a biological level. Right. And that, like, there, it might even go towards what they're saying it goes towards. It. Like, men are, are inherently just going to be more interested in math and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It, that could all be true. But you've got to admit that you've pulled some bullshit in the past. <laughs> like, you've, pull, you've pulled some shit. Like, especially the scientific community. I don't know how you and, can... And the, especially the scientific community. Like, especially... Have like have used their authority in the past to say like ridiculous things about women. I don't like, know how, like women are can I out give there. An example? Women are out there trying to argue that like they were subjugated in the past, and it's just like it's just the way it was. No one was subjugating you. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> this is like what Peterson can, will do. Peterson yeah. will like make this fucking like, like no, 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 look, that's just the way it was. But it wasn't like men were challenging. Like, yes, can, it was. Can I give an example? If you have to. Like, because it's a particularly (laughs) amazing example. Okay. And it's like, it wasn't that uncommon even. Like, there was at one point, like, in the 1920s or something in in Britain, there was an ordinance that women couldn't ride bicycles. Because they get orgasms? (laughs) That would be great if they just came out and said it. Like pussies get too wet. They're going to have it too good. (laughs) They're going to expect more. No, they, they created this ordinance that women couldn't ride bicycles because the fear was uh, that women's bodies were uh, uh, you know, arranged in such a way that their uteruses would fall out. But, no, <laughs> but this was like something a plumber said, right? Not like a doctor. It was something like lawmakers and scientists were saying. Scientists? Like yeah. people who had at least a, a passing understanding of anatomy? Yes. Because people have been coming up. People act. This is what, what you're about? It started as like these are doctors' what orders. What year was this? Um, and this is like in like the early 1900s and okay, so like the 20th century. Yeah, but people because people have this idea that like we no one knew what, what happened inside a body before like 1950, but in reality, like people have been cutting up a body since ancient Egypt. They knew what the heart and liver. They might not know what everything done exactly did, but like we knew shit for sure. Yeah, they, and they knew the uterus wasn't just connected by like. What would, what would that have to be? What would have to have? Like, is there a piece of Velcro that would get knocked loose? It's usually just like taped up in there with <laughs> scotch tape, and if even a little thing comes loose at all, it's just blood and and guts. Just Umber's glue and your dumb uterus, fucking <laughs> suspended in like in a fucking sponge. It's also like I love how they don't even make they didn't even make the jump in any of the literature about this that it's like the fear that they would die even from right. the uterus falling out. It's just like, oops, my uterus fell out. Right. <laughs> But, like, also, like, if that was the case, why would my, like, heart, like, it might not fall out. Like, look, your heart can fall against the inside of your herniated disc. Sure. Uh, as long as it doesn't fall out of your body, it's fine. Right. Like, your, your rib cage will fall into your balls. Yeah. But it's still inside you. I'm a scientist. <laughs> like, what, who, who was, like, the guy who invented fucking the Super Bowl? Well, there was this one. You know, the bouncy ball you page one. There was this one guy in particular, and I wish I remembered his name, um, but, like, he was a really... Garing. Herman Garing. Herman Garing. <laughs> but he, like, initiated a lot of the kind of, like, pseudoscience that you hear about women, that they, like, 
a lot of like the more pseudoscientific claims about why women can't do certain things like there are scientific claims about people's proclivities and stuff but then sometimes on like real like misogynist forums or something you'll hear like more pseudoscientific claims about how like women can't do this because like their their period doesn't allow them to or it's like that kind of connection they'll like, bleed all over the copy machine yeah. you can't let them in yeah <laughs> like this guy pioneered that Nice. Like that kind of logic, and like he like released a bunch of studies that became super popular in the U.S. and none of them were based on any scientific right. research. Like they were just like he just wrote these conclusions, and his were like way more bizarre. It was like their periods will like you know drive them insane, and they'll yeah. Look, there's there's a lack of women in the STEM field because they spend their twenties. Way too busy planning their extravagant weddings. Yeah, they want they have these very elaborate weddings they plan, and therefore uh, the Higgs and Boson particle uh, they don't want anything to do with it. But so this female scientist, this like early female scientist, uh, decides this guy is such a piece of shit, and he's like influencing so many people. A super popular guy that she was like, I'm going to perform experiments to like test his theory and like she you know planned out all these experiments like you know proved like repeated them over and over again right. like basically proved that he was wrong <laughs> but it's like it's so funny that like this this the, any scientist man woman whatever had to do that just to like combat some bullshit theory <laughs> it is <laughs> great being a man like people yeah. complain about it, but like you really can just like i mean this, this is the extreme example but like i'll tell you from personal experience you just like have a deeper voice than someone, and you be more confident, and like they have to disprove you. Yeah. Like, people welfare is like it's worse for black people. It hurts them, and you have to go. They have to prove why it does or doesn't. So it's nice. So this guy's just like, yeah, you know, women. If we let them ride uh, dirigibles, then they'll fuck orangutans because <laughs> it's in it, their uterus is shaped like a fucking orangutan cock, yeah. and like. None of that makes sense, but I could pub. I wish I could, oh, if I lived in the 1920s, I could publish. I could be a fucking esteemed scientist. I could make this up all day. Like, give me an example. Give, give me, give me a, a, a problem for women. We're gonna do this right here. Um, you know, women. Uh, the rape kit system isn't super reliable, and uh, sometimes people's rape kits get backlogged or destroyed, and it's really hard to navigate that bureaucracy. The problem is that uh, a large proportion of rapes. Um, happening because the woman uh, fell in love with the rapist. And uh, so by the time the rape kit gets processed, they actually ask for it back because they fell in love with the guy who raped her. <laughs> um, so really, you, you should really do more research because these women actually don't want these kits processed. I've talked to them. That sounds like a real meat cute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? Give me the rape kit back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I'm here to get my rape kit back. Everyone starts applauding. <laughs> oh, you found someone. <laughs> oh. The nurse is like winking at her, like, yeah. good job. <laughs> and the guy's there with her, <laughs> and it's like, he knew. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> sometimes he's like, like, he's some old, like, older, like, sassy fat nurse. And she's like, sometimes you just gotta show a woman what she wants. <laughs> Asking for it in theaters this June. When a man loves a woman, then a raping kids. Oh, we got to make this trailer. We should. We should. Please donate to the Patreon so Lucy and I can make the trailer 
for the rape kid, <laughs> rape kid to move it? No. Is it called rape? It's wait, hold on, hold on. Rape, uh, rape, rape skit, uh, what do you, what do you think? What should it be called? The, the movie or the skit? Scrape kit. Scrape kit. Uh, I, I, I think he's calling it rape kit would be like, like, like the notebook. Like the rape kit, yeah. The other books, like the you could have called seven the Notebook. There's Notebooks in the movie, like <laughs> this. Like there might be other movies that have other you know takes on rape kits, but we got we we were first one to call it rape kit, so we get the title. Yeah, yeah. It's called rape kit, <laughs> and people people <laughs> might come in thinking it's some kind of documentary about the plight, the actual plight of rape. You know, kids being thrown out uh, in many jurisdictions and how. They're not being processed because of budgetary constraints that would probably not affect other things, but they apparently affect rape kits. We can <laughs> find the money for anything except for rape kit. But it won't be that. It won't be that documentary. It'll be our meet cute romantic comedy about rape victims falling in love with their rapists. Yeah. Why are we not and, rich? And then they'll be happy. <laughs> Honestly, someone needs to like sign us both to a fucking development deal because we, we can do this all day. Rape kit, the movie... Um, blood rape the movie, um, <laughs> like, rape me on Sunday. It's just a nice like, um, rape me in St. Louis. Whatever rapes. There, there's a movie called Meet Me in St. Louis, right? There is, yeah. With Julie Garland, I saw it in a film class once. We remake that, call it Rape Me in St. Louis. Yeah. Rape me in St. Louis. I'm not a fan of rape. We get a little. This is satire. <laughs> I gotta put, hey, this is what this world Hashtag satire. Yeah, this is what the world's come to. I can't go off on a tangent with my girlfriend about rape movies. Yeah. Everyone's going to fucking, they're going to isolate this. They're going to fucking nail me to the cross. You got to put the word satire in parentheses after the title of the podcast. Yes. Uh, but what you were saying, you made a good point, and I think you've actually pointed this out. You made me realize something about myself during our I mean, it's real lot about yourself. <laughs> you know, we get some work done. You know what I mean? <laughs> Apparently, to make sex work, you have to put a thing in the hole. Yeah, she was just fucking jiggling on the clit, and I'm like, no, no, no. still do that, yeah. but I can also insert stuff. <laughs> Dicks, hands, whatever, neckerchiefs. Um, but you pointed out to me uh, during our time as lovers. Yes, uh, <laughs> sweet lovers. Sweet lovers. Uh, you've pointed out to me that I can get into a mode. I don't always do it. But I can get into a mode when we're debating about something yeah. where I'm very rigid. Oh, and like, sure. And you actually have a – like the word absolutely you pointed out comes up. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah. look, <laughs> the, the, the phenomenon – and men are absolutely more to blame for rape than women. And I'm like, well, you don't – why are you saying absolutely? <laughs> well, it's not that. Actually. It's a little different. A little different. <laughs> uh, it's a little less justified when I, when I get into that. Yeah. But like – uh, and I think I do it maybe partially because of what you were saying before, because of the whole like the whole like uh, strong voice thing. Right. Growing up with brothers, you gotta like you gotta be, make your your vocabulary a little bit bigger. To, well, you we know, both grew. More, we more both aggressive. We both used to be fans of O and A, and used to listen to you know Patrice and Quinn and all yeah. the guys on there. And yeah, just to, like you learned a lot, and then also Ron Bennington, and just like that style of just like I shut your mouth, yeah, quiet, <laughs> fucking idiot, you know, shop stupid. And just that kind of like just condescending, like just a, a certain cadence to your voice, and it makes you right. It really does make you right yeah. so much, and for so many people. I mean, look, 
like, is Noam Chomsky going to beat me in the debate? Maybe. But like, look at you, you dumb fucking glasses. You fucking probably fucking kids in the ass. Shut your mouth. <laughs> like, what's he going to say to that? Probably something smart, but, like, no one's going to care. <laughs> is that what you mean? You're yeah, exactly. Yeah, you complimented me. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this uh. is, uh, now, so we're going to see Captain Marvel is the point. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I get it. I get, I get people who hate feminists, but, like, also the guys, it's just, but I really, look, if you see me change this position of anytime soon, it's because I'm realizing that no one, I got, if I, if you don't let me commodify you as people, the people who see the nuance like I do, I'm going to start just becoming like you always said, I'd be a great. Uh, yeah, I have like broached this with you that you, if you just went to the alt right, right, you would make so much fucking money. I mean, I, I broached this with Tim once, and Tim would make the case. That you might remember the Apagas episode where the, the, there's no fat Nazis; they don't want fat guys in the, in, in the alt right. But I feel like I could be the first fat alt writer. Yeah, I feel like Tim was too I'm, quick on the trigger there. I mean, uh, God sad or whatever is kind of fat. But he's a isn't he a communist? No, he's like a or maybe he's more of an MRA than a oh, Nazi. Oh, I, I, I look that, maybe that's the move. Maybe, MRA would be the move. For M, sure. I could be an MRA. For, yeah. I could be a pickup artist. Like, look, I should use you as my pickup artist prop. Yeah. Look, I fuck her. Come on, listen to me. Well, I, you ha- you have to prove that you fuck a lot of different women, so it would just be me in different wigs. I I feel like this. I feel like because look, here's the problem. With all these YouTube idiots and these fucking podcast idiots, you keep trying to plow the ground that's already been plowed. Like, stop trying to like we. I like that guy pitch that Ryan George has the pitch meeting show on YouTube. They're funny. They're they're, they're popcorn funny. He's he's talking to himself. It's great. We mean Lucy likes it. I just I was googling uh, YouTubing one yesterday. I realized there's people who make their own pitch meeting shows. These like idiot YouTubers are just ripping them off. A lot of them in foreign countries. But just in their oh, shit. Oh, yeah, what assholes. They get like 200 views. Yeah. But my point is, like, what kind of rotten scumbag have no character motherfuckers do you have to be? So my point is, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to be the MRA talking about, hey, I fuck a lot of women. I'm going to be the MRA is why I'm going to make money. Maybe not the most money, but a good amount of money. Because I'm going to be the MRA goes, hey, I don't fuck a lot of women. But I got this, this one's pretty hot and I got her. <laughs> it's target. It's a targeted MRA. Like, you just, you focus all your attention on one woman. And you, and you scam her. I feel like that's a huge corner of the MRA market that right. has not been exploited yet. Is like are like the MRAs who really kind of secretly want intimacy. Like they want inti- like, They all want intimacy. He's like yeah. the M- the actual pickup artists. I think are liars or whatever. But I don't know what the, their actual story is. But the reality is the people going that route. Because I, I I'll be ashamed to admit when I was, I, when I was like twenty two. I bought some books that were basically MRA books. I didn't even know what they were. Or Audible, I think. Like, I actually deleted them recently from Audible because I couldn't stand seeing them in my library. <laughs> it was like how to like you know convince women you're hot. I don't know. And it was just very sleazy. Like it was MRAs weren't even a thing back then. This is like back when I was in like you know 2005 maybe or four. And uh, it really was because like I was you got good at talking to women and like you're lonely and like oh these guys like if I can learn these tactics, but I won't be a scumbag about it. If I just learn how to see these guys all just want to know like oh, yeah, I, and it's just yeah wait till you're 35. <laughs> That's the move. <laughs> and you can date other people in the meantime, but like you wait until like you know women think you're like you know more mature than you are or whatever. You just wait. Be be sad in your 20s. Who gives a shit? Go fucking go fucking working on morgue like I did in the potato bread warehouse. 
You won't have time to p- fuck puss. Even though I did. I, 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 I pulled. <laughs> before before we, um, our souls connected and right. uh, merged with each other. Sure. Um, did you ever find that like women were turned on by the fact that you worked at a morgue? Um, trying to think. Uh, were they turned on? By the fact that they work as a more not much. No. Um, it was interesting. Maybe there's some were interested by it, but there weren't like. There's not look. I feel like if you played it up a little bit, like, because you you tend to go right for like the grisly details, right? And you're very stoic about them. Yeah. Like, hey, I've held man's brains, man's brains in my hands before, yeah. and uh, I say to Lucy a lot of times when we're fucking. Uh, <laughs> no, here's the thing. Cause I. I I, I don't know if I ever brought up at a bar flirting with women much, but I would bring it up on Tinder a lot, and I feel like they would be curious, and I would give them details, and then they would stop talking to me. Right. I would get ghosted on Tinder. You have more <coughs> of like a direct way of talking about Like I feel like there are some guys who would be like, yeah, there's a lot of darkness in there. Like It's a lot of tragedy. Sure. But like, and you're just like, yeah, I was holding his guts, <laughs> and then shit started pouring out. And then I say, and then I say to you, let me get in your guts. <laughs> That's my that's my that's my pillow talk with Lucy. I say, let me get in your guts. Ooh. That, should be, that should be the name of the episode. Let me get in your guts. Yes. Uh, but uh, no, it wasn't like women seem. They're more turned on by the potato bread warehouse, I think, or the fact that I filed my teeth down. Uh, uh, I told you that story, right? <laughs> no. You never heard that story? I don't think so. I mean, it's part of the bit I do with the rugged. I, I when I was working at the potato bread warehouse, you might people might have heard me say this before. I don't remember. Um, I was working the graveyard shift, the midnight to eight shift, um, and my friend—you know, you know my friend—he was uh, he got me the job in the first place. He drove a potato bread, you know, truck route, like delivering to stores. So one day around like seven a.m. or whatever, eight a.m., um, I go after work, meet up with him, and like you know, we I sometimes like finish up the route with him, and then we get a beer and sandwich or whatever. So like then that night, I you know at eight p.m. or whatever, I'd eaten a bean burrito from Taco Bell. Which is soft, right? The soft food. It's not like one of these big, thick burritos that you get from a fucking Mexican restaurant that puts, like, seashells in there or whatever the fuck they do. Uh, I'm not disparaging Mexicans. I'm just saying. But there's nothing crunchy in the burrito. And uh, I break my tooth off because I had a rotten tooth, I guess. It wasn't hurting or anything. It just crumbled kind of and left half of, like, a jagged, pointy tooth. So I'm fucking, it's like I'm, I'm working this whole potato bread warehouse, which is strenuous work, and I wasn't that good at it yet, so I'm just sweating and moving around, lifting pallets of bread onto fucking pallet movers and, and whatever. The fuck, it's hard. People go, oh, it's bread. It's got to be, yeah, yeah, but you're moving 18 stack, high stacks of, 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 of these bread trays. It, it weighs a lot, and then four of those go onto a pallet. Don't fucking talk, oh, it's soft bread. Yeah, <laughs> and you stack up anything, it gets heavy. We, like, if you, if you, you couldn't put, the Claire Rose guys, couldn't put that much beer onto a pallet. You know, those guys are pretty ripped, the beer guys. But still, they wouldn't be moving as much bread, like beer as we move bread. As they give it. You move as much as you can at any given time. Whatever. The point <laughs> is, I had this jagged fucking tooth sticking to the side of my tongue all night. And by like 5 a.m., I guess 4 a.m., when the drivers started coming to pick up their loads, I, could, I realized I couldn't even talk. It was, I was so like, my tongue was all bleeding, and I couldn't fucking... So... It was bad, hurt. I couldn't. I was like, blah, 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 blah. and uh, so whatever. So it was, it was a rough morning, and I, you know, leave. I go and meet with my friend, um, and I realized at a certain point, like, I got to do something about this. 
And so we're in the supermarket. And I'm like, I got to fucking deal with this. So I stop in the aisle. And I pay for it. I don't, you know, I, I buy a metal nail file. You know, like you file oh, yeah. you nail down. Not, not when they're like the cardboard, whatever ones, like the metal ones. Yeah, the real ones. Yeah. Okay. You know, is that how you feel about it? Yeah. Okay. Because um, as a kid, I wish some people using the other ones, the sandpaper ones. This is metal. So I grab that. And if I can go to his bread truck, there's like a big side mirror, you know, the rectangular mirror. Mm. And I look in the mirror, and I fucking use this file. I file my, the point of my tooth down. <laughs> yeah. And that, that turns one on. No. <laughs> no. Uh, that is kind of, honestly, like any kind of a man who can do something hard to his own body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's kind of, that is kind of a turn. Well, I have that bit about, like, it's an old bit I've had for a while, and it does well enough about uh, being I'm not trying to do bits on podcasts but it, I feel like it doesn't tr- I feel like people think it's funny but I feel like they, I gotta rewrite it I don't know if they get that's exactly my point like yeah. they don't, I don't know if they get that's what it's about it's about like hey I do all this hard like you want a rugged guy I do all this hard shit to myself <laughs> yeah. like but you fucking you want some guy who wears like a fucking lumber whatever jack suit whatever the fuck he does yeah you want a guy who's like cause I imagine you and it's like I could be wrong you never know unless you're in the situation but yeah. like I imagine you as the kind of guy who, like, you know, if you were in a violent situation. Right. And I'd, a, I'd bite the guy's cheek. Yeah. And a guy, like, s- like s- stabbed you in the stomach with a sword. Like, you just start biting a sword? Him. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a sword on him in, like, an alley? I have Game of Thrones on the brain. Okay. So I was like, actually... If, yeah. you, if you were in a sword, like you'd be the guy who's like, you get stabbed with a sword and he just keeps coming at you. Yeah, <laughs> I hate, I fucking hate swords. I start biting his neck. Like it hurts, but you can take ah! it. <laughs> I'm coughing up blood in the guy. It's just like, <laughs> I have a disease. I'm biting him. <laughs> yeah. No, like that, that is the thing. And like women, and I'm not trying to tell women what to be attracted to. It's not my place to tell a woman what, how to get wet. But I'm saying you should be attracted to me <laughs> when I file down my rotten tooth. Right, but it's like, no. but if you're following, if you, and I'm not trying to be Jordan Peterson here, but if you follow the logic of your pussy and you go, why would I want a guy who's rugged? This is why, because we get the scenario, you know, he'll fucking he'll he'll use my he'll fix my body with like MacGyver. Um, like, 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 but MacGyver was sexy. That's the problem. Like the people who know this shit aren't sexy like MacGyver. They look like me, or maybe not well me, but like you know variants of me with different kinds of weird jaws and and, and claws. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I I know shit. If you if you can just if you're some great looking guy who just pulls trim and gets laid, like you're not gonna be reading about like some weird SAS survival guide, which honestly I didn't finish. But, you know. Yeah, whenever you see, like, because, you know, the mythological interpretation of it is, like, werewolves and vampires and stuff. But, like, whenever you see, like, a guy, and, like, women are very turned on by those things statistically. Right. And, like, but whenever you see, like, a male vampire in a movie, he's always, like, this kind of, like, metrosexual, like. Waif, yeah. Yeah, waif. He's, like, God damn it, I'm a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> God. But, like, Nosferatu, when you watch the original Nosferatu, he's disgusting. Yeah, he's hot. Oh, you think he's sexy? <laughs> No. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's a real man. Yeah. <laughs> real vampire. Well, he has a very, like, I mean, just his teeth and his fucking... I remember I got... My dad uh, punished me once because I asked if I could stay home to watch Nosferatu because it was on Science Fiction Channel, Sci-Fi Channel, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And he, it was such a weird interaction because he didn't want to jump the gun. But he said to me, like, are you serious? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. You're punished. <laughs> And I was like, what? And he's like, like, it was such a stupid thing to ask. <laughs> I almost respect it. 
this has nothing to do with your previous conversation, but that's right. It's bringing up memories. Yeah. He was just like, are you serious? Like, you've given me the out. Are you actually asking me this? I'm like, yes, I want to stay home from school to watch a horror film. I'm not even that into, like, Dracula or anything. Like, it's just like, oh, I heard this movie. I want to watch it, but it's only on, like, you know, at 1 o'clock. It's pre-TiVo, right, you millennial fucks? <laughs> but, like, he asked me, are you serious? And I said, yes. And he goes, you're grounded. <laughs> I remember one of the, the first movie that ever made me feel a little bit like turned on as a kid. Right. It was this old movie as a, a Spencer, like it was Spencer Tracy. Ooh, yeah. In uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh. And it's a really like, it's a pretty, it's not super gory or anything, but it's a pretty like disturbing, violent interpretation of it. Like you see him like strangling a woman. And there's a scene uh, in the movie where <laughs> it was it was very confusing sexually because like there's a scene where he's uh, doc, uh Mr. Hyde is like torturing this like uh, uh psychologically torturing this like dancer girl um who fell in love with him when he was uh, Dr. Jekyll. Mm-hmm. And so he uh he comes over, you know, to her place and she's uh, playing piano and he walks through the door and she's all scared and stuff and he's like He's like, no, play for me, play for me. <laughs> and she starts, she starts playing the piano, and he takes, there's a cake next to her, and he takes a handful of cake <laughs> and smushes it in her face. What? And he's like, like, sing for me, and he's smushing the cake in her face. It's like a fetish film you're watching. And it's like, uh, it, like it made me really wet. <laughs> do, you, do, do you, I mean, have you ever pursued this cake thing? Um, I've never pursued the cake. Do you want to go get a cake I'm on not, the way home? I'm not <laughs> I can mash it into your face and say, play for me. Play for me. Play for me. I can play on a little electronic drum kit. While yes. It's, it's you can play, be like, if I can do a little, like, my Yankee Doodle, and I'm just going, play for me. I'm shoving, I'm shoving the hostess fruitcake in your face. <laughs> and you're just getting fucking gallons of wet. <laughs> gallons of wet. Fucking great. No, there's something about, I'm not even into, like, food even, but it's just the domination of, like, sure. smushing cake, you know? No, that sounds hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> has anyone ever, is it, not, to, not to blow past your um, just very creepy fetish, <laughs> but isn't Dr. Jekyll a much creepier, Mr. Hyde's the bad guy. Mr. Hyde's the bad guy. But Dr. Jekyll's a much creepier name. Oh, yeah. Is, is that part of the story? Yeah, I don't know where they came up. Well, maybe it's supposed to be like Jekyll, like like jovial or something. That's or like not what Jekyll means. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, shouldn't it be like Doctor, like Doctor Hyde and Mister Jekyll? <laughs> Makes much more sense. I know it doesn't flow as well. Hyde does kind of sound like a villainous name. Yeah, I don't care. we're moving on from that. But okay, this show is a fast-paced show, Lucy, and you're doing great. But when I start going, ah, we're moving on. That's me <laughs> gearing up. Fucking, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, that was a transition. <laughs> that was me digging into the well of my, like, ah! People think it's all random. <laughs> but uh, it's good to have you here because it, it just it, it upsets those noises. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll be more attentive to the... Yeah, you got to follow the new ones. My, my point yeah. is, I was, trying to, I was trying to broach the thing. We had a conversation that we started recently, and I abruptly stopped and said, we should do this. Here is why you like it's, it's kind of a, the reason I brought you on. <laughs> Not like I wouldn't have you on otherwise, but it's like we should br- we, this should be a thing because I look we were in bed and we were talking I, we were just you know making cutesy talk and we were like I love you and I love you and yeah you know, snuggle you, you cuddle, you cuddle bear Ooh. 
just saying cutie things. You know, I'm a cute guy. She's a cute girl. Fuck you if you don't like it. <laughs> now, and we're being kind of flirty, and you say, oh, I love you, you know, forever, bullshit. And I said, what would you do if I just, like, shit the bed right now? Mm-hmm. And I feel like and you start – it was an interesting path. So I want to just – let's just do it here. Okay. What would you do, Lucy, my sweet love? Oh, I love, I love you. you so much. Cutie pie. Sweetie bear. What would you do if I just shit the bed right now? I would, and this is what I said the last well, time. Just act as if we're there. I know. I, I think that it's not like I wouldn't be turned off or disgusted by it, right? right. Like I'd be grossed out by it. Yeah. But that that disgust would be mixed for like with genuine concern. Like I'd be concerned about you. Why would you be concerned? No, because I'm, I'm not sick. It's not me having the flu. I can't imagine that you wouldn't be sick. Like no, I'm, no, I'm not sick. Listen to me. I'm, I'm saying to you, this is the scenario. What would happen if I? I'm not like look. If I, well, I've had the situation in my old bed, which I feel. I don't think I ever told you this because we used that bed and I had to flip it. But now I moved out of that place. We live together now. <laughs> but I, I got sick uh, back in 2016. Uh, with the, uh, we'd gone to dinner with the great uh, Russ Baker, me and Tim. The day after Thanksgiving, who worked on Family Secrets book, and I don't, I I got food poisoning at that dinner, and I went home and I shit, like I I, I, I was in a situation where like I woke up in the middle of the night and I felt better, you know, you're, like, you're, you're food poisoning, you're dizzy, you're sweating, you're throwing up, you're shitting. I felt better. Oh, at this moment, like oh, wow. I feel a little better. I looked down, and I had shit like a a, like a poor. A, light brown porridge into the bed. It was terrible. Oh, baby. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. I never wanted to tell you because, you know, we were snuggling in the bed and it was my old bed. It was, you know, <laughs> I, I, I felt bad bringing it up, but now we're gone. It's over, so <laughs> no more worries. Um, I flipped it. We weren't laying in a fucking shit like patch, don't worry. But, uh, there <laughs> but was the shit. the shit patch was there. Underneath. <laughs> underneath the mattress, there was a patch of shit. Um, how far do you, does your well of secrets go? <laughs> I mean, this is... <laughs> I was trying to protect you. <laughs> so that was a situation where I... Like, if that happened... Yeah, I'm not... I, I don't expect you to leave me. Yeah. Uh, I would, and I would take care of you. Thank you. And you would wipe me like wipe me like a baby. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, like, I'd wipe people with a morgue, so I would wipe you no problem. I'd look at you. I'd go, stinky baby. You're Ooh, stinky baby. Ooh, stinky baby. I, I shit myself, <laughs> mommy. Oh, uh, eat my eat my shit, mommy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stick your finger in my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is hot. Uh, no, so that's you know, but like I'm talking about a scenario where I just look at you and I I just didn't f- like I had the shit, and I just didn't feel like we were like, watching TV. And I didn't feel like going to the bathroom, and so I shit the bed. Would you break up with me? Okay, th- let's execute this. Yeah. Start to finish. Hey, uh, honey, did you just shit? Yeah. You just shed in your pants? Yeah, 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 shit. Yeah, you smell it? Yeah, are you okay? Yeah, no, I just had the shit. Oh, I mean, are you are you feeling um, you know, are you under the weather or something? No, I just I had the shit. Why? But, but, well, what? why? I, I guess I ate food. I guess twelve hours ago. <laughs> Whatever long it takes to shit. Yeah. But why wouldn't you just? 
Go to the bathroom. Oh, I just didn't feel like it. It's kind of keep wanting to keep watching this show. Love this Game of Thrones. You didn't, honey? Are you okay? You didn't feel like it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, you were not. You don't not enjoying the episode. How often do you? Are you enjoying the episode of the Game of Thrones? I love it. Right, I didn't want. I didn't want to like make a hassle for you, and I, I didn't want to get up and. It's artistic. It's action packed. Yeah, but uh, why? How, how do you do this a lot? No, no, it's not a common thing at all. I mean, I just didn't feel. I I, I was like thinking about going up to the bathroom, and I was thinking about like, all right, let's go, go, and you sit there and shit, and then wipe your ass. I was like, yeah, I'm just enjoying myself and. Nice Saturday night. Like, fuck that. I just shit the bed. So you just wanted to save time by... Well, I didn't feel like... Yeah, I didn't feel like, you know, spending time in the bathroom. I, I love you. I want to spend time with you. I love you, too, but, like, you're not going to do this again, right? Like, this isn't going to happen again? I'm not, I'm not. Look, you're, you're acting as if, like, this is something I do all the time. It's not. I mean, I, I've never done this before in front of you. So why are you why are you asking me to do it? Like, I'm I'm not gonna like make a promise to you like I'll never do. It. Like, I don't know where this is coming from. Is it the kind of thing where you just waited too long and it happened, or? No, I felt it coming. No, I'm like, oh, if I don't, you know, this is gonna this is gonna keep getting worse and worse. My little shit now. Okay, uh, honey. Yeah. I love you. I love you too, baby. <laughs> you can't you can't do this again. Are you acting like this is something I do? All right, I, I <laughs> d- I've done this, and I, and a legitimate reason. And if I didn't, if, if it happened again, like I mean, it wouldn't be just like you know tomorrow. Yeah, but I, I mean, never. I, I don't know why you're making that like I'm some kind of like it's a pathology I have. <laughs> but, but if it's not a pathology, then you can promise. First of all, you have to clean yourself up because it's gonna you're gonna get sick. Well, how many? What's sick? What are you talking about? I might, I might get a rash. I might get sick. Getting a rash is getting sick. That's a rash. It's a topical thing. I don't want you to get skin infections. I'm not going to like leave it for a day. I'll fucking clean it in an hour or two. Here's the thing. Yeah. When you look at it from the perspective of a Kantian principle, if everybody did what you just did all the time, right. then we'd be swimming in our own feces and we'd get a plague again. Sure, but no one does. Like, I'm, I, if, I, if this was, like, medieval Europe, I wouldn't be doing this. I would go out to, like, my hole and shit there. But, like, the f- part of the benefit of living in a, a modern society is that, yeah, not all the time. I'm not saying all the time. But, you know, if you're, like, in a situation – like, sometimes, you know, I'm just to take the garbage out. And I, I say, I don't feel like it. And, like, it'll let it pile up, and I'll take it out, all of it out on Thursday instead of Tuesday. They pick it up multiple times a week, right? So, oh, the garbage is going to be sitting out there in your, in, in, in your, in your, in your front gate. You know, behind the gate for too long. It's going to be overflowing. Sure. Or even, like, inside. I see the garbage out. Oh, it's going to stink up the house. It might stink up the living room a little bit. But I'm just having a comfortable time with my baby. So I'm like, in the same principle, I'm, yeah, I'm like, I could shit into a toilet. I could just go and, like, put my shit into water. But, like, I don't feel like it. And, like, I live my life in an in organized fashion. So if I occasionally want to shit in the bed, like, that's a, that, it's a luxury of our times. <laughs> Okay, so I'm. Can we? Uh, let me just set certain baselines. Okay. Can we agree on certain things? Sure. One. Can we agree that human shit smells bad? 
It's not the best smell. Yeah, it, it, it smells. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, not that it's not the best smell. It smells particularly bad. I used to out of more, all the things, I smell bad things. Uh, you know, a, a, a fucking cancerous uterus smells worse than shit. But I grant you, you know, some people think shit smells bad. Sure. Don't don't be a martyr about this. Okay. You know, for the average human being, that it smells ex- exceptionally bad. I'll I'll let you have this one. Okay. <laughs> so it smells bad. We've, sure. We've established that. Okay. Sure. Human shit, in enough volume and frequency, can create unsanitary conditions. But I'm not like shitting into a large, like you know, tub over and over until I fill it up. This is a one-time, you know, occasional thing. You're sitting in your own shit right now. For now. <laughs> For the time being, I am shitting, sitting in the shit. Yes. Okay. Close contact with human shit for too long can lead to, ra- like you said, rashes. Sure. It can lead to medical issues. If not the worst medical issues, but, but like significant medical issues. I suppose. So, and the, hu- the, the modern convenience of the toilet makes it like nearly impossible to, to like excuse not using Can it. Can I interrupt you and say something? Yeah. You really seem to be sucking the joy out of me taking the shit in the bed which was supposed to increase my pleasure, increase my enjoyability. <laughs> like, you spent all this time arguing with me about, like, these Kantian principles, and, like, I did this so we wouldn't have to, like, interrupt the show of Game of, you know? Like, and now you're just kind of like, gah, 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 gah. and it's like, when you do this again, and it's like, I'm not going to, like, have some philosophical argument where I go, I'm definitely never going to do this again, but, like, stop acting like it's something I do all the time. Honey, I'm doing this because I want to preserve our relationship. I and love you, and I don't know why you're being such a difficult, difficult girlfriend. <laughs> I love you too, and you know I'm just trying to make. You sure must have a so you you really you're acting like I'm such a scumbag. I'm just some fucking like wretch who like comes home and like I take my pants off and the shit just flowing down my leg, and you always have to like follow me with a rag because I walk around the apartment with like a fucking like, like just a t-shirt with no fucking underwear and just shitting all over the place and you follow me with some fu- a fucking like ice cream bowl and you and catching my shit and it's just something to deal with all the time and I'm a burden to you no it's, this happens occasionally at best alright one time so far and you're acting like I'm just some fucking homeless psychopath this is gaslighting <laughs> You're, you're turning on me something that that was the result of your actions, and you're trying to make it seem like I'm like putting upon you some kind of like extreme extreme regulation. But really, it's just a normal human convention, isn't it? It's just a normal normal human convention, like a like what? Like putting a like putting a napkin on your lap, like uh, you know, wearing pants outside. It's it's just something. So you, you want me to put a napkin on my lap when I shit in the bed? <laughs> what, you don't want to see like you love seeing my dick, but not when I'm shitting. What's this? What is this? If you put a napkin on your lap, maybe. I'm not asking you to suck me off while I'm shitting the bed. That would be wrong. That'd be sexist. Yeah, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said it that crudely. But you know, I love you. I respect you as a woman. But you know, I'm not asking for weird shit sex stuff. I just want you not to treat me like an animal, but if, if I occasionally, you know, theoretically more than once, 
uh, shit my bed. But, but like, it's, so it's, far, only, it's, only once. It's animalistic behavior. Yeah, but so is, you know, so is grunting after you eat a nice sandwich. I do that. <laughs> you do? I go, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I grunt. I have a nice chicken parm sandwich, hero. I fucking go, oh, grab my belly. <laughs> that's, that's animalistic. And our, we, when we fuck, it's animalistic. You know, I'm just sticking it in. You're going, yeah. And I'm just, Ugh. like, what, what are, we, are we? Are we doing fucking pirouettes? Are we doing pir- No, are <laughs> we? Are we doing pirouettes during sex? It's a, it's a animalistic behavior. Those are animalistic behaviors that only result in mutual pleasure. Right. This is an animalistic behavior that results in discord. I don't know why, because I I did this primarily to prolong the mutual pleasure of us watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> and you're acting like I didn't do this for us. But it instantly interrupted our pleasure. Well, you interrupted our pleasure, let's be honest. Look, if nothing else, you have to admit that. You didn't. You, you could argue the legitimacy of your doing it, but you did. You interrupted our pleasure you, to have this conversation you with You interrupted me. my pleasure. How? By, by exposing me to the smells and aromas of Look, your shit. Because, because you have a very bourgeois sense of smell and delicacy, which I get, you've been brought up a certain way, you, you, you had a reaction. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't assume you'd be that delicate and that you know, upper crust and like, and, like, you know, upstarty about. Like, oh, pretending to be a rich girl. Oh, I've never smelled shit before. Ooh. Baby, I love you. You're I, love you, lo- I love you too. You're the love of my life. We're, we're gonna spend a lot of our lives together. I wouldn't talk to you about this if you, if you weren't the love of my life. Of course, yeah. It's, a, it, it is. This is a sensitivity that isn't just upper class bourgeois stuff. It's a biological reaction if you to were a, a biological plumber, offense. If you were a plumber, you'd be used to smelling shit. So you want me to become a plumber? It's a good job. So I can get I'm used not, to... I, mean, I don't know why you're saying it like that. Like, it is a good I job. Look, you can make a lot of money being a plumber. You might be a good plumber. Why I, are you fucking shitting I'm on sure plumbers? I'm sure I could be a good plumber. But yeah. you know, it, it, it doesn't... I respect plumbers. But you're saying that's the length I have to go to? To, to appreciate... To learn to live with your, your shitting yourself? Is I'm, become a plumber? Look, I'm saying the whole point of my, this <laughs> conversation is that I'm not constantly shitting myself. I'm not walking around making you catch my shit in a bowl. If that this was the case, I'd understand it. I'm saying you're being such a prima donna about one time that I shit in a bed next to you. I, I thought I knew you. You won't even say that you won't do it again. I, I'm saying I probably won't do it again <laughs> very often, if ever. Will you try not to do it again? I really I, – I, here's the thing. I don't see it happening anytime soon. But the fact that you're asking me to try when I'm making it very, like, I'm being very reasonable. I've never done it before now. And so why do you have to try to not do it again later? It probably won't come up. Because it was intentional. And if you intended to do something <sighs> one time, you could intend to do it again. I feel like you were just trying to control how I view the world. <laughs> and you're trying to control how I, like, I, I did something nice for you and it's not nice enough. And that's how I feel. Like, it's never good enough. I'm telling you that it wasn't nice for me. Are you going to leave me or not? I just want an assurance. I am not going to assure it. I'm going to say it probably won't happen very often. You're not even going to apologize for it. I'm sorry that you have these, like, ultra-sensitive, um, I'm breaking up with you. 
<laughs> All right, well, there we go. See, so that's how far it would have to get. All right, well, you know, it could it could get that far. That's how much I love you. All right, well, I feel pretty good about this then, because uh, I gaslit you pretty hard there. I did. You did gaslight me. I, I wouldn't I, let it go. I wouldn't let it go unnoted, but like. If you realized it and then stopped gaslighting me, right, that could be okay. But gaslighting seems fun. Oh yeah. Like I like people talk about how bad it is, and like, for people who aren't necessarily familiar with gaslighting, very quickly sum it up for people. Gaslighting is uh, a practice that happens in abusive relationships or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's exactly, when the man tricks the woman into thinking that you know she's the one fucking up when he's yeah. abusing her. Right. When yeah. someone, like, tries to convince someone that they're going insane for noticing the reality of the situation. Like, oh, you're cheating on me. Like, no, you're crazy for thinking, seeing these patterns. And clearly he's cheating on her. Yeah. That kind of thing. But, like, I, I don't want to hurt women ever. You know that's true, baby. I'm not baby a guy who hurts. Yeah, baby, baby boy, you're a sweet boy. I know you don't want to hurt anybody. I'm a sweet baby boy. And, but that being said, gaslighting, and that's why it's dangerous, could be very fun, it seems like. Oh, yeah. So... Well, it can uh, change your whole, like, position in life. We should come up with some kind of weird long term, like the game, in the movie The Game, but for gaslighting for us. We ju- just pick someone randomly. Oh, no, I'm a bet- consensual between us. I mean, we gaslight someone. Oh, women. like a little competition? Uh, yeah, like, like we gaslight each other. A friendly competition to see who can gaslight the other one. Yeah, but it takes place over the course of ten years, so you don't know when it's going to happen. You're, like, constantly doing it. Like, we say now, look, at some point in the next ten years, I'm going to gaslight you. But, like, you can't assume every interaction is a gaslight. Will there be a method of being, like, like, do you get points for being, like, ooh, this is gaslighting? Do you get points for noticing it? Only if it's actually the case. If it's not, then you get points taken away, I think. Sure. Because you kind of ruin – we just can't ruin our lives. No. You know, the part of the thing is, are we mature enough to, like, exist in the milieu of our gaslight? I really like this idea. Let's try it for a month. Yeah. Like, well, no, it has. You can't try for a month. That's the, we'll, we'll figure. Look, we'll, we'll off the air. We'll hash this out because I feel like let's not rush into an experiment. But we're, we're gonna do. We're gonna have you on again. Maybe we should start our own podcast. I don't know. We'll, yeah. Well, I'm we'll, we'll I think this is going well. Yeah, the gaslighting competition can be a little segment. Yeah, this could be a whole thing. This might. Yeah. This might, This is a, a divergence we're seeing here. We're gonna, we're gonna wrap this up in a second. But it's, I like this gas. I'm gonna put a pin in this gaslight thing because hmm. this is very erotic to me. I'm getting very turned on. <laughs> Uh, and probably once these mics get turned off, I'm going to mount you know, and oh, lick yeah. you, and you're going to lick me back. It's going to be great. Uh, but we're also going to talk because we're just we're, we're best friends. Uh, I love you, baby. Aw. Uh, we're going we're gonna to figure that out. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, Lucy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Where can people uh, see you and find you? Not in any kind of creepy way, but just you know, f- your, your comedies and whatnots. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Steinbeck. The like T H E Steinbeck. Steinbeck. Spell yeah. it out. Just spell it. Oh sure, it's T H E S T E I N, bag. Bag. It's great. Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. Follow her. She's hilarious. Do uh, you have anything else you want to plug? Um, no, I, th- I think that's it. Okay, <laughs> great. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Ray Comp. Donate to my Patreon, please. I know I was kind of being soft. Well, yeah, we're going to figure out incentives. If you want to be a stickler, go for it. But we're going to, you know. But be one of the best ones. Be one of my loyal. uh, Let's see again. Let's, uh, Michael Ricardo. 
Do a call and repeat. Michael Ricardo. Michael Ricardo. Benjamin Hofstetter. Benjamin Hofstetter. And Night Light, Night Shift Lifestyle. Night Shift Lifestyle. You're the king of the... You're great. You're, you're phenomenal people. Lucy's great. We're going to do great things. The whole, the whole world is happening. Have a great week. Bye.